0: Anyway, Matthew, <laughs> how has your how's your life been?
1: Tiresome.
0: Tiresome. what have you been up to?
1: Uh, well, I, I did some stuff for my birthday, but that's been about it just recently.
0: Oh yeah, you went to that castle place. Yeah,
1: Warwick. Oh, it's brilliant there.
0: Did you buy souvenirs?
1: No, we don't. I don't really go to castles for the souvenirs. Yeah, it's a bit pointless.
0: Yeah, it is. I went to see Ed and Like the man, the queues that were for the souvenirs and the merchandise. Like, what is the point? You're gonna Be dressed up like everyone else here, the rest of the 60,000 people. Yeah. And do you need it for memories? Because guess what? You've got memories.
1: Um, People with short-term memory loss, maybe not.
0: Yeah, but then they'll see the item and think, what the fuck is this from? (laughs) Good point. Exactly. So, no, it makes no difference.
1: Yeah. Um, I did go to the dungeons, however, though. You did? Very creepy, there.
0: Did you lock someone in?
1: No, no, I'm not you.
0: I've never locked anyone in a dungeon. I bet you have. I haven't. I bet you have. I have not. Yeah, somehow I wound up at a prison museum once. I know it was on someone's birthday-ish outing where we just went around London and we were going to go to the Tate Museum and then we saw this, like, prison museum place. Mm. And that was actually really quite interesting. Can imagine it would be? I sat in a chair... Uh, one of those chairs, execution chairs, things. They didn't attach it to you? Fortunately not. Well, actually, I did strap the headgear onto my head, Mm. but it didn't work, you see. That is a shame. (laughs) I know. Well, I don't know if it was an execution thing or something else, but I know I had to be strapped in the chair. Mm. Could have been like an SLM place. Who knows?
1: Well, I'll be straight there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we can try and find it tomorrow.
1: Okay. (laughs) Great.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or go to the Science Museum.
1: Does any kinky stuff happen there?
0: I don't know. I've been there since I was a
1: kid. No, but we went to, I think we went to the Natural History Museum. Didn't we?
0: Oh yeah, yeah we. Oh yeah, that really I mean, hot us day. Us too, and other people. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I thought it was going to collapse in there. It was so hot. Huh.
0: It was a really hot day. And we were walking around so long. Yeah. And then we decided, you know what? How about we'll just sit here for an hour at a train station and wait for Lana to show up? Yeah. Just because we couldn't be bothered to move anymore.
1: And I think all the things I think we decided to have for dinner. I think we decided to have curry or something like that.
0: Well, okay, it was a really silly thing from Yulia, saying. She she wants Italian, but she wants to eat in Brooklyn Lane. What do you find in Brick Lane? Curry. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm the only one that can handle the heat when it comes to spice anyway. But for, like, eight of us, our bill was so cheap. Yeah. So, so cheap, because they were just bartering with us. They were trying to get us in there, so it looked busy.
1: Yeah. They they were mad people, they were.
0: They really were.
1: Not used to LA.
0: Yeah, which is weird, because I've been to Brick Lane before many a time, because, you know, my, you've seen my skin colour. <laughs> yeah, that we can get everything from, from Brick Lane. Yeah. That we need. There's a place called Town as well, which is brilliant. We used to go there whenever we were going to someone's house to pick up, like, stuff to take there. Yeah. I used to love going there, because they had like, old-school sweets and stuff, like, you know, the baby bottles with the sherbet and stuff like that in it. I love the sweets they had there. I've already forgotten what I was talking about. Um,
1: The museums and stuff like that. (laughs) We're letting them into our lives here, which I'm sure they're not really that interested in.
0: Well, that guy that commented on YouTube wasn't.
1: No, he wasn't.
0: Did you see what he said?
1: No, what did he say?
0: Uh, Ah, shall I bring it up? Should we bother?
1: No, you can talk about it if you want.
0: Okay, this is actually really hard to read, I forgot, because he doesn't know about, like, grammar and... Sentence structure and paragraphs, and he goes into caps locks, like in the middle of sentences. Mm. So I don't really want to read it because it's going to give me a headache. But my response was very long. That's all I need to say. My response was very long. You can look it up yourself if you liked.
1: Ah, well, I'm sure you were very reasonable, right?
0: I was. I didn't call him a dick at all. Well, not directly. I, I may have, like, implied it.
1: As long as I think you haven't outright called him a dick, I think that's okay.
0: I took apart everything you said. I do kind of miss doing essays like we you did in uni. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I keep my skill set up. Except
1: for that's on kind of YouTube comments.
0: <laughs> like I said, most of the time my response is K, but cool. I'm pretty sure he called me stupid, so I'm like, fuck it. And also it, it vibrated and made a noise like as I was on the cusp of sleep, so I just got really pissed off. <laughs>
1: Well, at least your education wasn't wasted.
0: It wasn't. Like, this degree is hard (laughs) earned. And and it was worth every penny. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, oh God. Anyway.
1: Yeah, we've got to find a way of segueing.
0: Why segue?
1: You want to get rid of the segue?
0: To be honest, I don't know how to segue into this.
1: Oh, intro music.
0: Should we just intro music then? Yeah, intro music. Okay, let's do that. Stuff. Welcome back from the intro music where we still haven't actually figured out a segue. Um, I'm feeling a bit on the edge about this one. Are you? Why?
1: Because yeah. I don't know, I've got a really creepy feeling about this episode. Really? Yeah. Oh
0: wow. i a That's haunted such kind shock. of feeling. Really? The haunting feeling? A chill has gone up my spine.
1: I get chills going up all my things. <laughs> Okay. Arms and stuff like that, that's what I meant.
0: Yeah, bullshit, bullshit. Well, it is a terrifying topic of discussion we have today. Yeah. We are talking about the ancient Ram Inn. Matt will not make any jokes about the name of this place because we've already established before recording this that his joke is. told a very sucky. terrible joke. You can't just throw it back. <laughs> At me? How old are you?
1: <laughs> it was terrible, Tommy. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself for telling that joke. So immature. Oh. God.
0: <laughs> lordy, lordy, lordy. It could also be ramen, like as in you knew the noodles.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I keep so hearing, we could yeah. have
0: got there from the food that we were talking about. Fucking hell.
1: Yeah. We're, we're useless at this.
0: Yeah, we're, we're total amateurs. I mean, it doesn't matter if we've done 100 episodes or 1,000. Nah. Okay, so the Ancient Ram Inn. Uh, why do you believe that this is interesting enough for us to talk about, Matthew?
1: Because it's quite
0: famous. Well, not.
1: Really famous, but
0: I think it's fairly famous. I mean, people say it's the most haunted property mm. in the UK, or some people say it's the most haunted property in the world.
1: I don't know I'd heard of other places being haunted, but I never heard of this place. Mm. I mean, maybe I don't get out
0: much. I'm pretty sure, if especially if you read up on it and the amount of ghosts that are said to be in the location. Mm. you'd probably think it was pretty haunted.
1: Yeah, i I never heard of it, so...
0: I'd heard of it a little while back, and I was going to suggest it, but then I completely forgot. Mm. The ancient ramen is located in Watton Under Edge, not on the edge, in Gloucestershire. It was built in 1145, and priests used the inns to house masons, slaves, and servants, apparently, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, we don't have the paperwork, so allegedly. Apparently, these slaves and servants and workers—they helped build Saint Mary's Church. And I've read in some places that the ancient ram inn was actually owned by Saint Mary's Church at some point. Oh yeah, I I think I read that one as well. Yeah. So in 1930, uh, the inn was bought by Maurice De Bath, who is insignificant in the grand scheme of this episode. But I thought I'd say the names sounded like I'd actually done the research. (laughs) And since then, it has. It has been privately owned, but by many different people. It is currently owned by a John Humphreys who's... He's in his 90s now, isn't he? Is he? I've read so many things. One of them, the most recent article, said he was 91.
1: Wow. I didn't realise that he was that old.
0: Yeah, so it's currently owned by him, but his daughter uh, sort of deals with the upkeep now because, obviously, he's quite elderly. Yeah, Yeah. So, the land... That the actual property or house, the inn, should I say, was built on is actually on top of two ley lines, in the intersection of two ley lines. And this is significant because apparently that's like a very spiritual location. Mm. And also apparently there's a line that goes through Stonehenge that also goes through that property. And obviously Stonehenge is a bunch of stones. Yeah. That are apparently spiritual as well. I knew that. Let's not forget that.
1: (laughs) I knew Stonehenge was a bunch of stones. That's what I'm saying. I didn't know it was a spiritual thing. Well, I knew that some people attribute spiritual connotations to them, but...
0: Yeah. Well, they are mystical objects because we don't know how they came about. Mm. And apparently they exert some sort of energy that goes to the property. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And also it is said to be located on top of an ancient pagan burial ground. It's on top of a lot of things, isn't it? Yeah.
1: You hear that about a lot of those places
0: around there. Though, yeah, you do. You do. But then, like, if you think about it, everything, was a burial ground. I mean, we've only got so much space on the world. Yeah. And how many people have lived on it? Billions. Probably more than billions, trillions, or gazillions. Yeah. And that's how the catacombs came about, isn't it? They just put old bird bodies there. The who? I'm assuming. Catacombs and things.
1: Oh, I thought you said caterpillars. <laughs>
0: Definitely, I yeah, I said caterpillars. Yeah,
1: my, my hearing's not great these days.
0: Yeah, your mic isn't that great either, if we hadn't established that already. <laughs> <laughs> so John Humphreys, he actually came, became the owner of the property in 1968, mm. and he bought it for 2600 Quid. Wow. Does it not anger you how cheap properties were back in the day?
1: Yeah, I, I've heard this before. Um, Like, my uh, my sister, her parents-in-law, they brought their house for something like £11,000. It's
0: ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Anyway, that's not the point of this episode. <laughs> so, this particular inn is said to be special because it is haunted by many a being. Ooh. One of the most famous uh, ghosts that is said to haunt the property is a witch that was burned at the stake in the 1500s. During the Reformation. When people didn't practice Christianity, they were basically penalised and all that stuff. They weren't practising uh,
1: Catholicism in particular.
0: Catholicism. That stuff never happens.
1: No. I mean, it's no. famous to happen in this kind of stuff.
0: I was, I was joking. Oh, I know, yeah. the Sarcasm. Sarcasm. Yeah, I thought it was only Muslims that did that. Uh, Apparently I was wrong. Anyway, apparently uh, she still haunts the house after being burned at the stake. She was actually captured in the house and killed. But I don't think she would have been killed in the house if she was burned at the stake. So why is her ghost haunting it?
1: Yeah, I think they're trying to go for any kind of connection they can. She might have had the connection to the town. I don't know whether she had the connection to the house or not,
0: though. Yeah. I mean, there is a room in the actual inn called the Witch's Room.
1: Ooh. <laughs> yeah. They accused people of being witches, like, for quite flimsy reasons back
0: then. They really did. I mean, I'd probably be called a witch. Every Most of the people in the modern era will probably be called a witch.
1: Yeah. And uh, also, the uh, I remember, always remember the thing you learn in history was... If you said you were, you were a witch, you'd get tortured anyway. And if you said you weren't a witch, you'd get tortured anyway. So you couldn't win.
0: Yeah, and the only way they would actually figure out if you're a witch is if you survive death, if you die, then, you know, you're innocent. They've killed the person anyway. <laughs> yeah,
1: if you drowned, or if you, you weren't fly. a witch. <laughs> yeah, but if you didn't drown, they'd kill
0: you afterwards. So Yeah, so either way, you're dead.
1: Yeah, it sucks.
0: Well, there's a lot of other... Ghosts that haunt the property as well. Uh, some people have said it's about twenty ghosts in total. Some more, some less. Um, so other ones include a murdered young girl called Rosie, a high priestess, and an incubus, which is like a male sex demon. I think one or two places said succubus, but I'm pretty sure it was the incubus that is haunting the place. Uh, who knows? Maybe both.
1: I I thought it said both. I think. I remember saying incubus and whatever the other one was.
0: Succubus. Well, they are the same thing, it's just they're different sexes. My problem with the incubus-succubus thing is my knowledge of it might not be, like, very vast. Mm. Vast, not vast. But as far as I know, a succubus and incubus, they're not ghosts. They're, like, demon-ish creature, monster-type things that rape people. Wow. <laughs> So they're not ghosts.
1: Grim stuff. <laughs>
0: yeah. But my point is, they're not ghosts. Yeah. Unless they're saying they, they are the ghosts of Incubus and Succubus.
1: Unless they're saying it's some kind of paranormal general thing.
0: That rapes people. Maybe. That sexually assaults people. Yeah. Wow.
1: Quite interesting imaginations, these people.
0: Yeah. Apparently, there's a specific room in the building called the Bishop's Room and sometimes a young lady can be seen hanging from the ceiling. (laughs) Apparently there are ghosts of monks there.
1: Oh, that must be a right pie. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Tall dark shadows are in the old barn-type area of the building. Yeah. Apparently you can also see the ghosts of old innkeepers, which I don't understand unless the innkeepers died there. What well, I don't get it. How can you tell their are innkeepers? I have no idea. Unless, like, there's pictures of them.
1: I don't know, I suppose. But unless, like, they're saying, you know, do you want a point? Yeah. Or, you know, like, West Country accent, I guess. Yes. I
0: Gloucestershire, is that in the West Country?
1: I think well, it's, it's down that way.
0: I thought all of the shires were a bit posh.
1: No. Like, Bristol's kind of...
0: Is that a shire?
1: It's not quite in the shire, I don't think, but... It's kind of around that area. They've got a kind of West Country accent around there.
0: The thing is with Bristolians, some of them have the accent, some of them don't. Quite a lot of people do, though. Yeah. Okay. there's many other ghosts. Another includes someone that's known as Elizabeth. I don't know why she's known as Elizabeth. Maybe they named her it, as in the people that live there. Or she was actually Elizabeth and she went around telling people, oh, I'm Elizabeth, the ghost of a murdered (laughs) woman. Uh, But apparently she'd been murdered and buried beneath the bar. Did I mention that part of it was a bar at some point as well, a pub? It's just like EastEnders. (laughs) I forgot, part of it, part of the inn was a pub. It was a lot of things, I mean, apparently the building has diminished over time, as in it's gotten smaller and smaller.
1: Yeah, that makes sense, that happens to a lot of houses.
0: Yeah. I don't know how many more ghosts I can go into. I will probably not go into any more. So that's the reason it's said to be the most haunted properties in the country slash the world. Yeah. The Bishop of Gloucester, the Reverend John Yates, he tried to exorcise the property and failed. And he called it the most evil and terrifying place in the land. <laughs> well, no. Okay. His specific quote was at uh, the most evil place I have ever had the misfortune to visit.
1: I I think I read a, like, a similar quote, um, the guy that owns it, John Humphreys. I think he said that um, he showed some vicar it, or he, he went to go inside, but the guy said, no, I'm not going in. <laughs> it, so he could apparently tell it was evil just by not even going in the house.
0: Uh, some people get vibes.
1: From what I understand, like I was reading like reviews of people who visited it, and they were saying it's kind of, like, really cold and kind of quite dark.
0: Yeah, I think John Humphreys, he's tried to keep it the same as it was. Yeah. He's tried not to alter it too much.
1: Yeah. He also sounds like the kind of people, you know, you get at, like, the um, dungeons and stuff like that, the London dungeons and stuff like that. Yeah. Who they try and, like, jump out at you and or just walk in front of you or stuff like that.
0: Yeah, they'll just do that to scare you. And I read a few, uh, well, one article that was really, really long uh, just slating him. Really? Yeah. Because they were taking apart every part of the inn and discussing it, and then they went into a tirade about him. Yeah. And about how he's odd and how he's embellishing everything. And about how he gains the money, I don't know... I can't remember specifically, but apparently it's a bit suspect about how he asks for money in advance of tours and things like that. Yeah. Which I don't really think is that weird, because wouldn't you do that?
1: It probably is a bit dishonest, but then you could say so probably the people running some of these, like, dungeons. Yeah. Yeah, they're using any kind of flimsy historical connection they can. Yeah. It doesn't really matter whether it's true.
0: Yeah. So what part of this story is true? Is it the ghost real, or is it really on a pagan burial ground? Is it really on two ley lines? Yes, it probably is on two ley lines.
1: What are ley lines exactly? I
0: don't know. I think it's basically like railroads, aren't they?
1: I'm going to have a quick look. Ley lines are apparent alignments of places of significance in the geography or culture of an area, often including man-made structures. I think it's just the fact it's in a direct line from Stonehenge, isn't it? I think that's what they're saying. Oh, OK. From what I, When I looked on the map, what's on the Edge, it's like directly between Bristol and Stroud. So it's kind of like that, how things are directly in between or in a direct line to places.
0: Yeah, so that can't be a lie.
1: No, that's probably not a lie. Yeah. Like paganism was probably, because paganism was what was before religion.
0: Yeah, it was like the first actual
1: religious movement type thing. So I wouldn't doubt it's necessarily a pagan burial
0: ground. It depends on who you believe. I've read so many articles saying that John discovered child sacrifices with spears still in them. And that's how he assumed that it was a pagan burial ground, which I thought was flimsy. But then I read one that um, said that Bristol University excavated the property and discovered the bodies and they determined it was a pagan burial ground. So I'm more inclined to believe Bristol University. Yeah. So it depends on which of my sources are correct. If it was John that discovered it, I'm calling bullshit. Yeah. If it was Bristol University that discovered it with people that are historians that have actually studied and actually know their shit, then I'll believe them.
1: Yeah, if proper archaeologists are determining it, if they, if they say it's true, then, yeah, but I don't know whether they've actually said that, so... Mm.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If that is true, but it is only on the one thing that I've read that I said it was Bristol University, all the others said it was John. Yeah. If it was John that discovered it, it could just mean that a serial killer used to live there and he like killing kids. Yeah. It could mean anything. It doesn't mean it has to be a pagan barrel ground. How is he qualified to tell us that? Yeah,
1: I don't, I don't know how John has got access to carbon dating <laughs> kind of stuff, so... I've got Ugh. yeah. I can imagine it could possibly like be a pagan burial ground just because of the location. That was quite a pagan area of the country, I think.
0: I don't know. I wasn't there at the time, so.
1: It's got a very like pagan kind of because Stonehenge is meant to be quite pagan, isn't it? And yeah, Glastonbury and places like that are meant to have quite paganistic significance. So.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I guess we could buy that. But the witch thing, I just say that's a story that's been embellished or something. Because it's either she was captured and killed in the house or she was burned at the stake. It's not both. And I can't see her being burned at the stake far away from the house and end up haunting the house unless she had some attachment to the house, if she is a ghost. Yeah. So I don't buy that one.
1: This is, again, if it was a historian, historian saying it, I'd be more inclined to believe it, but...
0: It's just hearsay, really. Yeah,
1: if it's just John saying it, I'm, yeah. I'm not convinced.
0: And also, all these articles and stuff that i've read it doesn't say when these sightings first occurred like for all we know they started occurring in 1968 when john bought the property yeah the internet doesn't go that far back unfortunately it doesn't matter how far back we search in the archives yeah
1: i I read um that some is it danish paranormal investigators have been there or something like that and they've didn't find any evidence yeah or something like that
0: it has been investigated by a lot of people like well a lot of shows like ghost adventures most haunted Great British Ghosts, and the... It's called the DPA, the Danish one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to discount everything, right? Because people have gone to stay there, and they say it's true. But it's a bit like the Channing Town. Remember when we were talking about the black-eyed kids?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. And that
0: Channing Town, and people go... When people go into something expecting something... Yeah. I feel like they're more easily led to believe a, cer- a certain thing. They're going more easily led to believe that they're in a supernatural place.
1: I've got the feeling it's one of those places when it's kind of like dark and cold. It's the perfect environment to feel that kind of thing. It doesn't necessarily yeah. really so. So
0: John himself has said that his first night there, someone like a gross grabbed him and threw him across the room. Yeah. His daughter said that she was so scared to live in the house she lived in a caravan on the property. But people, guests that have stayed there, has there been any violence to them? They just found it a bit creepy, yeah. it seems like. John and his daughter have said that people have run out of the house screaming. They haven't stayed the whole night, but is it true? We're only here from John and his daughter. I've got one testimonial from someone that actually stayed there. Yeah. They said, had a great night. We had extremely responsive knocks, bangs, and noises in the request. Even sounded like someone was knocking on the table in front of us at one point, And it sounded like someone was walking around us. Ooh. Different coloured lights were seen in the barn and we were all affected in various ways. Absolutely amazing place. I love it. Great night. Thank you very much. <laughs> to me, that doesn't sound like a place that's haunted. It sounds like a place that's loud. It sounds like an old house. Yeah. New houses have noises. Old houses, they're creaky. They're kind of falling apart. Especially if it's supposed to be a haunted house. You don't know what John and his family are doing or people that are hired around to help (laughs) knocking on doors and things. And lights in the barn. Isn't that UFO? Yeah. If it's going to be something odd and otherworldly, it's going to be a UFO. It's not going to be a ghost, is it?
1: I can imagine it being scary.
0: Yeah, I don't imagine many ghosts holding around flashlights and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Apparently it was different kind of lights. So I I don't think they have any filters either. Yeah,
1: I don't know if it's just you, but when it's dark, you sometimes just see things move. It's not necessarily things actually moving. It can just be, you know, dark, you know. It can just be your, your senses failing you.
0: No, I don't see things move in the dark.
1: Not actually things moving, but it looks like things move. No. Oh, okay. It was just me then.
0: Yeah, I think it's just you. Or I think your housemates are playing very terrible jokes no. on you. <laughs> <laughs> I wish.
1: I can't explain. No, sometimes you just you get the sense that something's moved, but it hasn't.
0: Usually, when I get that sense, something has moved and someone's moved it, and I get really angry at someone.
1: Um, I think sometimes it can just be like, you know, a shadow of trees maybe on your window or something like that, or coming through your window. Ah, and something okay, like yeah. that moves. It can, can like shock you just a little yeah, bit. I get sometimes that. If you're not expecting it, that's
0: the kind of thing I mean. Maybe there is a lot of history behind this property and there is something there. But, well, like 20 ghosts? No, no, yeah. no.
1: Also, it's it's always in places like these, these kind of stories come from. It's either them or the big, you know, country homes and stuff like that that have been abandoned or something like that.
0: Because it's so much history, I mean, they could put any story they want to it and you can't really verify it. Yeah. It was built in 1145. I mean, we don't know the actual definite history of the place. God knows what happened, so anybody could take that location and put any story they want to it.
1: Yeah, I I just find it very hard to believe.
0: Yeah, me too. I mean, I really want to believe it's haunted. It'll be cool to have a haunted house. Yeah. If it was genuinely haunted and people were seeing it, right, more people would believe in ghosts. More people would go to see it. Yeah. We wouldn't be so sceptical about things. If it was really haunted, there would be no scepticism about it because we would know that ghosts exist as a fact.
1: The only way that... that can happen is if only some like some people see ghosts and the rest of us just unlucky
0: yeah maybe like some people have like a sixth sense
1: well then that thing's very hard to prove so (laughs) yeah
0: that is true
1: i'm just more inclined to believe they're as
0: i feel like maybe he found out about the fact that they're on ley lines i mean john humphreys i mean yeah uh, and he found out some bits of history about it and he felt the place was a bit creepy, he could have easily made stories up to sell the actual place, the inn, yeah. to make people come there. It would have been easy. Like I said before, you can't verify what he's saying.
1: Yeah, personally, I feel he's a bit opportunistic. Yeah. So I'm being honest.
0: I'd be more inclined to believe it if it was, like, fewer ghosts. I can't believe the 20 ghosts plus the incubus and the succubus which aren't actually ghosts, as far as I know.
1: Yeah, so I could kind of understand, like, the witch one, maybe.
0: Uh, I'd be more inclined to believe, like, the pagan child one. Yeah. Because it was in the 1500s that the witch trials were going on. This place was built in 1945, so the house was already there. So if she was burned at the stake... She wouldn't have been burned in the house.
1: Yeah, but as you say, she could have lived lived there there or or something. I
0: don't know how she'd be connected to the house.
1: Yeah. I can imagine a witch haunting. It sounds more serious to me than The Incubus.
0: The witch haunting is an interesting story. But I don't feel it's as believable nice. as, like, you know, the kids that were given up to pagan sacrifices. Yeah. Because especially if there were actual skeletal remains of the kids yeah. that were found on the property, which has been verified by other sources other than John Humphreys, I feel like that's more believable than the witch trial. Yeah. And also, where the hell are all the other witches slash humans that got killed? Um. She can't be the only one that's pissed. Or are we saying that she's the only one that's a ghost because she was actually a witch? Because then we're saying not only ghosts are real, witches are real too.
1: <laughs> Maybe that's what they're saying. Maybe. I think I think there's probably other examples of people saying a witch who died nearby haunts this place, though. Not
0: not yeah, in this probably.
1: particular village or town, whatever it is. Apparently, the amount of witches that burnt's been a bit over exaggerated. Apparently.
0: Yeah, most of them are drowned. Yeah. That so. makes a difference, doesn't it? Most of them are drowned.
1: Yeah, true. Don't you don't
0: know. want to waste the wood.
1: I don't know. If if you're on fire, though, you wouldn't mind drowning, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just to put it out.
1: And just be pleased but with the water. <laughs>
0: um, it depends on how long it takes you to drown. It Te- depends on how long it takes you to burn.
1: If you're lucky with at the burning, uh, the smoke gets you first. You just uh, die of into- um, the intoxication. True. Or whatever it is.
0: Smoke inhalation. Inhal- yeah. Yeah. Of giving people tips on how to kill witches? I think that tip's out
1: there. I think people know what, how smoke inhalation? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I think burning at the stake's been pretty famous, I think. If you're thinking of killing witches, I think that's your way to go. To be yeah,
0: honest. I don't think you should kill witches. Because, if anything, you want them on side, you don't want to piss them off. You, no. You could use a witch.
1: You're begging it for it, to be honest. Because they're just going to turn around and take revenge on you. Yeah. It's what they're famous for doing, isn't it?
0: Because if they are actually witches, how do you know they can't come back to life and fuck you up? Yeah. I would rather be friends with a witch than an enemy of a witch. So would Matt, that's why he's friends with me.
1: (laughs) It's true as well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I call bullshit because I can't see there being so many ghosts. I get that he's trying to sell the story and he's trying to make it salacious. It would be more believable to me if he had fewer ghosts, to be honest. Yeah. Because it seems like he's trying to tell, like, a 1,000 or 1 stories about this property. It's a bit too much.
1: Yeah. It still sounds like it could be an interesting place to
0: visit, though. It's 25 to 30 a night or something. That's not actually that much. Yeah. So he could at some point. But then we'd actually have to talk to John Humphreys, and he's a bit odd. Could wait until he's, he's dead. He could, because he's probably... But what if he ends up haunting the place? Oh, fuck fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> you know he will. Brilliant. Never want to leave.
1: Apparently likes to wear um or jackets and stuff like that. Why? I don't know, but can you imagine a ghost in a motor- in those kind of jackets?
0: <laughs> yeah, James Dean.
1: Yeah. If James Dean was haunting you, I don't think he'd be so bad.
0: Nah, he's James Dean.
1: He'd say, yeah, nice to meet you.
0: You might as well be haunted by James Dean if you're going to be haunted by anyone.
1: Yeah. There's some place down in Surrey that's meant to be haunted by Henry VIII, but he's in Surrey. Yeah, but he's also meant to haunt other places as well. So, like, make up your mind where he bloody is. Is he travelling around the country?
0: He might do. He's the king.
1: True, but I don't. Well, know.
0: he was the king. Yeah, he was. He was a very interesting king. Like now, you've got the boring royals.
1: <laughs> yeah, he cut people's heads off. You know, yeah. makes a bit of fun. Adds a bit of, you yeah. know, spice.
0: Hey, everyone cut people's heads off back then.
1: Uh, well, the royals did.
0: It could be worse. He could have put the princes in the tower, like Richard 3rd wasn't yeah, it? Richard Richard Third. yeah. Bastard. At least he didn't do that to kids.
1: No, he didn't.
0: He might have put the princes in the tower. He might have killed them. We don't fucking know. He didn't
1: kill his own children, but he killed a couple of his wives. <laughs>
0: Who, Richard Third? No,
1: not Richard Henry VIII. Oh,
0: Henry Eighth. yeah. Now, he actually seemed to like his kids.
1: Um, as far as I can tell. I think he had quite a cold relationship with him. Did he? It's a bit mixed.
0: To be honest, we're never really going to know.
1: No, they do have some kind of ways of knowing.
0: There's writing, but, you know, writing could lie.
1: I think Elizabeth first quite loved him, but I don't think she got much in return, to be honest. He really wanted a son. That was the most important thing back then.
0: Yeah, and the wife that gave him a son died.
1: Yeah, pretty much straight after, I think.
0: Yeah, I think she died because of childbirth. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of royals, tune into the next episode of The Dork Seduction.
1: Oh, is it because of who the next episode's about? Yeah. Oh.
0: I mean, we haven't actually finished this episode, but because we were on it, I thought, oh, I might as well say that, like, before we get distracted and move on to something else.
1: No, uh, I was just wondering if we were turning into, like, a monarchy podcast or something like
0: that. Oh, uh, maybe we should do The Princess in the Tower after the next episode.
1: Could be. It's quite an interesting Princess thing. and
0: the Tower, it's going to be so hard. Why is that? So long ago. There's going to be so much reading on it. Yeah. I hate it when we pick an episode topic and there's so much on it. It's really frustrating to me. Can't you just, like, have one lonely Wikipedia page and I will just imagine everything else?
1: (laughs) Yeah, if only we were left to our imagination. It'd be so interesting.
0: Anyway, the ancient rim rim and the ancient Ram-In, I call bullshit.
1: Yeah. I don't think we're convinced by this one.
0: We aren't. We should just go there just to see. Yeah. So, like, if you want us to do a follow-up on this episode, send us money. So, you know, it's the train tickets and the stay and, like, you know, the food. We have expenses, ma'am. If
1: you want me to tell you what the incubus is like, let me know.
0: (laughs) The incubus only goes for women. Oh, does he? Yeah, the incubus is the guy, and he only goes for women. The succubus is the woman. Oh, the, the succubus, for the, then. Yeah, okay, you can go for the succubus. But repeatedly having sex with them could be dangerous for you. I think, Or just having sex with them is dangerous. I can't remember which. They, like, drain the life out of you or something. I'm willing to take the risk. <laughs> <laughs> you might impregnate a succubus, Matt. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you want to send us that money, you email us and... YouTube us, I guess, in the comments and be really horrible. It's fine.
1: And <laughs> you're not better. Also about the that.
0: Facebook and the Twitter and the email is the seduction at gmail.com. dot com. I think that's all our avenues of contact, isn't it? Pretty much. Like you would know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fan of all knowledge.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, I think we're done with this because I call bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, which is sucky because I wanted to believe it. Did you really? I want to believe there's ghosts, okay? I want to come across a ghost story that I believe.
1: You know you're never going to, though. Why? Do you really believe in ghosts?
0: What if I saw one myself? Would I believe it? I probably would, wouldn't I?
1: You probably would if you saw one yourself, but until when?
0: Okay, so ghosts, Like, if you're listening out there, just appear to me... So I can lose the scepticism and be a more fun human being.
1: Oh, yeah, you'd be way more fun. <laughs>
0: We're terrible because we talk about these ghost stories, we talk about conspiracy theories, whereas we are sceptics. We're born sceptics.
1: It must be a little bit boring for people to listen.
0: But then I'm a sceptic that really doesn't want to be one. I mean, I do believe in aliens, though. I mean, I, I don't maybe don't believe that they're here on Earth with us, but I believe they exist. I don't think that we could be the only life form in galaxies around. I think there must be others out there.
1: I don't know. Until we have concrete evidence, though, so can't say for sure, so... If
0: there's planets that can sustain life or have signs of that they were able to sustain life at some point, like Mars, we found ice and water eventually. Mm. There could have been beings on the planet. We don't know. Could have been. Yeah. Problem is, we don't know, so that's the point. So I'm not a sceptic about that because I totally believe that there could be aliens out there.
1: You're still slightly sceptical because until you have the evidence, you can't say there
0: is. Well... The thing is, we don't know know a fraction of one galaxy, yeah. So it's stupid to believe that there aren't others out there like us because that would mean that we're some sort of special beings, which we're not. I'd hate to believe that we are the best that there could be. (laughs) It's very grim why I believe in aliens. I hope there's better out there. That's why I believe that in aliens,
1: yeah. That is a bit grim, (laughs) yeah.
0: But it's oh, a good enough reason as any.
1: Yeah, I guess. <laughs>
0: anyway, I think we're done. Yeah, I think we're so, going
1: on to aliens now. That's Yeah. Not entirely right. How
0: did we get there? <laughs> we did talk about the Science Museum at the beginning of the episode, though. True, true. Uh, anyway, we shall bid goodbye, and we'll be back with some royalty next week. Mm. Matt, we're actually teasing next week's episode. When do we ever do this?
1: let say teasing. <laughs> it's
0: probably because we're never this prepared.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It'll be episode 94, I think, next episode.
1: Wow, coming on strong.
0: I know, yet we're still amateurs. <laughs> you think at this point we'd be seasoned. Yeah. True. Nah, but still nah.
1: No. <laughs> anyway, bye. Bye.
0: Bye. Ah.